We are having too much of a good time. So everybody, welcome back to the Jameer Smith Show podcast, new season. Listen, guys, he doesn't even know. Like we we just get funky with it when we get when we go live. So I'm so excited about today because on the call today, we have someone that is absolutely amazing. He is a huge creative, but in addition to, I have the opportunity to collaborate with this fantastic vision that he has going on with Sire Clothing. So everybody, put your ears and your hands together for Caesar. everybody. What's going on, Caesar? How are you? <laughs> I'm doing good. I'm doing good. How you doing? Listen, I'm doing well. It's interesting. I, I was talking to some people earlier, and as we are combing through this year, it is almost May. So how has your year been so far? Um, it's gone it's been going very fast you know I, I think when you like have so much going on in life in general it, it time flies and, and that's why they say sometimes you have to pause and breathe okay and so as you have paused and breathed as far as throughout this year how have you been able to accomplish all of the things that you you got going on and we're going to dig a little bit deeper into that tonight but um how have you been able just to really kind of really refocus? Because I feel like a lot of people have said that about, you know, as we are, are really moving through the pandemic. I would say I, I put God first and let him lead the way. And, and pretty much I, I kind of like take every day for what it is and try to go with the flow as much as possible. Because you really can't control a lot of the things that happen in life. You just can kind of uh, control how you respond to it. So. I just been putting one foot at a time forward and just letting him lead the way pretty much. Okay. So I know about Sire Clothing. And so before we get into that and the collaboration, let's go back. You know, whenever you can think about yourself as an entrepreneur and all of the, you know, businesses that you have been involved in, you know, what are those businesses? And then, you know, they've been, I want to start our interview off one with questions that people have, you know, written into the Jameer Smith show about, and I really want to touch on those. And then I want to get into the questions that, you know, I have for you. So when you think about your businesses, what are the businesses that you were all involved in? Sure. Uh, it all starts back in 2015. Uh, when I left the corporate world, I have my accounting degree and I thought that I wanted to be an accountant. Okay. Uh, come to find out that I like numbers, but I didn't like the routine of doing the same thing. So uh, one year I just decided to just take a leap of faith on myself and leave the corporate world that ended up uh, starting Solis Brand Enterprise, which is a partnership company that works with athletes all over the world. But in the fitness space, so I work with the, like the LeBron James of fitness, so very high-profile individuals in the, in the fitness space. Um, and what we do is pretty much work with them with sponsorship, endorsements, and um, things like that. that. That's pretty much what got me into that area because I love fitness so much because I'm into the health space. Uh, I just didn't know how I was going to be able to take my marketing and branding talent um, and incorporated into kind of a business like that first business of Solis. So it, it kind of just started tying in together as I started start putting myself out there as a person and as a brand. And then, you know, I started like networking and, you know, one thing led to another. And then I just started managing one person, two, per, you know, two, three. And then it became a really big success for me. And it's been pretty much my bread and butter um, that has allowed me to open up other things and 
in other areas of entrepreneurship. Um, you know, when we talk about being an entrepreneur, um, I love one of these first questions, um, and this is from Tiffany from New Jersey, is what aspect of being an entrepreneur do you like the most? Wow, that's a good question. I, I would say um, freedom. Mm. Okay. Why is that? Yeah, for, uh, because for, uh, I feel like freedom is the pillar of being successful. I, I, it's not money. It's not, um, you know, driving fancy cars or living in the big corporate, you know, big penthouses. I think just having the freedom to do what you want and whenever you want is my definition of freedom. So I was always striving for that. I always wanted that. It's interesting whenever I had read the question um, earlier today um, and it had come in through our email site, I thought about even my own personal answer. And I think, you know, when I'm studying really what entrepreneurs kind of find rewarding about their work, I typically am able to kind of decide, you know, if it matches like their personal beliefs, their interests. And then for me, I'm able to really gain and achieve really alignment. And I think that's really the main reason why I even started this show is to provide a platform for people to tell their stories, but then also, you know, allow listeners to understand who we are as people and how we can support as well. Um, when you think about the work that you have done, Caesar, what is the most difficult aspect um, that you can really tell other entrepreneurs to really gauge over time? Like, what can they learn? As far uh, as with school, and I know you talked about marketing, but what is some of the things that they could learn? I feel uh, I feel like one of the biggest hurdles that I've been able to overcome in the last maybe three years is uh, letting go of control. I, I, you know, as you start a business and as your baby, you really get caught up in the con controlling every aspect of the business, not because you want to, but because you have to at the beginning. But as the business grows or outgrows you, you have to learn how to let go of certain things that you shouldn't be doing anymore. And that was a very big task for me to do. Um, and it wasn't, and if it wasn't for my mentor telling me that I'm not going to grow this business unless I start letting go, then that that's when things started really connecting for me. So I would say learning when to let go and trusting those that you bring into your circle to do the job that you, uh, that you're looking for to get done. I'm so glad that you mentioned a mentor because I think sometimes people don't understand how important mentorship is. How important is it to you? I've been having one since 2016 and I still do. I feel like having a mentor just gives you a different perspective and, and a different outlook from someone that is either at your level or higher. Um, and it allows you to, to understand that you don't know it all. So when you walk around thinking, you know, everything, then that's when you end up just, really coming across a lot of bumpy roads but when you walk into a room and or just walk into just out there and feel like you don't know too much because you're always open to learn more you grow faster mm -hmm. so i feel like a mentor is very important to have no matter what level you're at the next question comes from brian and this is out of la shout out to la um you know what qualities do you seek while assembling a team and i think he had a little bit of a bullet point he is starting his own business and he's really trying to go through the process of, you know, sorting out individuals, recruiting, you know, and so he can really, really grow and flourish his company. So I guess to you, what qualities do you seek while you really are assembling your team? Wow, that's an amazing question. Um, <laughs> for me, at first, it was hard 
to uh to really find uh to learn how to interview someone because again like i said it was hard for me to let go so for me the first step for me was to find uh someone that could help me to really understand how to interview someone and, and what to look for in an individual first and foremost because i already knew what the job description was i just needed to know what to look for in that person so i went back to my mentor and he kind of let me know the kind of attributes that you should be looking for so he told me obviously someone that has um the drive that you have someone that would care about the business as much as you do someone that has the work ethics like yourself um someone that's a people person that could network um you know in general uh you know i, I think things like that are super important because we are, this whole world is about networking. So yeah. even if you're in business or you're not, learning how to communicate is very important. So that was one of the things that I'm very strong at. So I, I kind of took that as one of the things that I needed to have someone on board with me that could communicate with someone and could share the vision with that person um, or to whoever they're talking to that could allow them to see how we can help them on a big scale when it comes down to, you know, partnering up with them and, and giving them what they're looking for. Well, and I also think, you know, as you are really trying to find that right team that aligns with you and your vision. And I remember having a conversation with my business manager about, you know, certain projects that, you know, really align with my vision, but in addition to would help me really grow to like next level. But in addition to that, those are things that challenged me. And I think about a leader. And so one of the questions I really wanted to ask you is, you know, what do you think your definition of a successful leader is? And I can definitely give you mine because so many people message me either DM or send messages through the show on what are really, what are my characteristics that define an effective leader? So what do you think yours are? Someone, someone that could influence a team to move forward and sh and be able let them see the vision that you're seeing for the company. Mm. You know, it's interesting because mine just aligned with yours too. I think you, <laughs> the biggest thing, you know, I mean, I always go into situations with trust and right. you have to motivate your team. But in addition to that, you just have to support your team in all aspects of, you know, providing feedback of, uh, congratulating them whenever they do things that are great, but in addition to challenging things whenever there's opportunity. And so, right, yeah. right, yes, totally agree. And I think that to add to that, I think that would you have to let your team members fall. Mm. You know, you can't you can't be there to try to prevent them from falling. And I've learned that having assembled a team of, of people that work with me that. I let them do what they need to do and I trust in them that they're going to do an amazing job. And if they don't do something correctly, I expect them to bring it to my attention so then we could make it better and make it right so then we could continue moving forward. I'm not a, I'm not big on trying to make some, not let someone make a mistake because then they're not going to grow. I'm all about growing. I, I need them to grow. I always, when I say this, I, I sound like Oprah whenever I do it, but an aha moment for me it always kind of refers to like a personal revelation or an epiphany. And so as you have established your businesses, as you're continuously growing your businesses so far, what has kind of been your most defining aha moment? Um, wow. So <laughs> good or bad, good or bad. It's, it's up to totally up to you. Okay, good. I, I'll take the bad. I'll take the bad one. Um, 
I would say, man, man I got so many. <laughs> oh, um, how, how, how sometimes I tend to be too hard on myself and having these insecurities of how good I'm, I am at something, but I, I kind of like doubt myself. And then I'm like, wait a second, like, I could do this. Like, why am I doubting myself? This is, I shouldn't be doing this to myself. And, and then when I do it, I'm like, aha, you see, why, why am I beating myself up and I can't do something? And I, and here I am doing it. Mm -hmm. Well, and I think the other part about it is when a lot of people, I think the scary part about product and, and your passions and your visions, once you release them to the public is kind of like, you know, you're looking for acceptance and purchases and things like that. And so we get afraid sometimes of what reactions of certain people may be. And mm -hmm. it really does put doubt in certain people's minds if I should have or is it ready? And, you know, I've had a lot of those conversations with artists, you know, and I, I think there have always been questions like, when do you know your piece is ready for the world? And they're like, it's never ready. You know, there's always right. something that I can do. But I think about sometimes also, Caesar, of aspects of businesses that are non-negotiable. And that's, you know, in your eyes, what are some things that are just non-negotiable when it comes to the aspects of your business? Sure. Um, trust. Uh, loyalty. Mm -hmm. um, communication. I, I need those. Okay. No, oh, I love that. No, I mean, and it's it, the people have to have non-negotiables in life, and I think that's where certain people fall short when it comes to just expectations and how you feel about one another and how you run your businesses. Like there has to be non-negotiables, and you have to stand for something. Right. So, yes. Yes. I, I feel like if you're not communicating with the people that you work with and, and there's like some kind of like even if there's friction there between two people, they should be able to go into a room and talk about it. And if there's no trust in who you hire and who you have with you, your partner, your coworker, that's also a problem because everything everything is connected yeah. in some shape or form. So it's the energy that that goes out that you're going to get back. Well, you talked about and highlighted really something about building relationships. And I have to say, once we had talked off social media, I was super excited to learn about your brand, but really understand the concept of where your vision is. And that's one of the biggest reasons why I knew that I wanted to at least partner with you, collaborate with you and see kind of what the future and the vision of Sire Clothing is, the vision of Caesar. And so as we now move into Sire Clothing, <laughs> when did you realize that you 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 wanted to to really establish this brand? Um well just to go back a little bit and, and then come back to, to that question because everything ties in. I, I think when I built Solus and it got to a point that I was able to do other things and venture out other things, um, I, I wanted to, I guess, I guess I'm a builder. So for me, I was like, okay, what can I do next now, being that this business of mine is already doing very well for itself, thank God. And now where can I put my time and effort in helping or, or adding value to the marketplace by something that I created or, or create? So, you know, I wanted to get into like the whole massage world 
and I have a mobile massage business in, in Atlanta, in your neck of the woods. And that business, I guess for me, gave me the opportunity as well to now say, now that this is going pretty good as well, how can I get into something else? And that's when some, you know, someone said to me, Hey, she's like, you know, you always wearing joggers. That's all you wear. Have you ever thought about coming out with something um, that has to do with joggers? And I was like, no, never thought of it. Mm -hmm. uh, and I, and that, that idea stood in my head for maybe about a good six months. Um, and then I sat down one day and I was like, wait a second. Why am I buying other people's clothes if I could, if I have the business mindset to build something um, to whatever level it gets to? I just didn't know uh, what level that was going to be until I started now embarking into the whole fashion world in the sense of the process that goes with that. And I was like, okay, I think I could do this. And then when I put my head in and I put, you know, double down to myself and I was like, I'm going to make this happen. I was like, wow, like I, I really didn't think that I love fashion this much until you're in it. Cause you know, when you wear clothes from other people, you like it because you like what it stands for and you like it because maybe they have certain things that you like about that brand. But then when you're coming out with your own, that's when it really hits home to you. And you're like, wow, like I really do love fashion. And and, and that's what, that's how Sire got built. I mean, kind of came, came to life. Okay. And so as far as you, you, you highlighted also marketing. And so which marketing strategies do you believe are really the most effective in really acquiring new clients and new customers? Because, again, it's a new business. And how do you now really focus on the marketing strategies? Uh, my, my whole goal with Sire was to provide exclusivity. I, I wanted to provide a way where guys could get their hands on a certain product with the scarcity of only knowing that there's only a certain amount of pieces made. Okay. Uh, and, and that's, that's pretty much my marketing strategy behind it, where I'm only going to be providing like small capsules of amount of pieces that's going to be released. And those pieces will never come back. Uh, so that, that, that's pretty much my marketing strategy when it comes down to, to sire from the pretty much from out of the gates. Um, one of the things that I appreciated about the latest collection, and guys, it was called Why Hustlers. And the Hustler <laughs> collection is, you know, the only controllable pillar of success. And every man's definition of hustle and success is correct in his own way. Sire's idea of a hustler is a man with a determination and grit. Each piece of the Hustler collection is specifically generated with the handworking man in mind and primary focuses on versatility, function, and comfort. And guys, I have to say, you know, I got three of the pieces from the collection, or I think two were from the Hustlers collection, I think. And, you know, the fabric itself was not only fantastic, but super comfortable. I was able to wear, you know, a pair of them when I was in New York, but then also I'm gonna wear some more when I'm in DC so I can continue to promote the brand. And so when you think about you, Caesar, who inspires you? I would, I would have to say, um, my mentor, uh, okay. I, I didn't have, I didn't have a father in my life. Uh, so I can't go back and say it was my father. So it, it would, it would be my mentor. He definitely has been playing a big part in, 
inspiring me to become a better version of myself aside from myself obviously but he, he, I, de- he de- I definitely look up to him I always like to get personal at the end of you know the shows because it allows you know consumers listeners you know people to really understand the designer the creative the artist and when you really do think about yourself as a person you know what is your most significant accomplishment uh being an amazing father mm. and now i feel like being that i didn't have a father in my life I, I my goal was to become a lot better than him that so the fact that i'm in their lives and, and my oldest is 20 years old i would say that i already accomplished that and i i could say I, i've really done an amazing job you know being in their lives consistently and and raising them to the best that i can uh, considering that i have so much going on Um, in my life with everything on my plate. As we wrap our interview, I would like to know, um, and this is always a question that so many people send in, email, text me. um, As an entrepreneur, Caesar, how do you define success? Being happy, being happy at what you're doing, you know, be enjoying the process and, and understanding that, what you're doing is making you happy. If you're not doing what you're happy, then you're not successful. I don't care how much money you're making. I love that. Any last words you want to leave your followers, some new followers, my listeners, any of that? Sure, sure. I would say that uh, Sire has just begun, and, and I know that I will continue to provide amazing pieces to the to the world uh from the men's side from the men's side and i really look forward to getting a lot of people's feedback good or bad uh because i think the bad feedback is always going to help me get the product even better so i'm always going to be open to getting to receiving all that information in from you know reviews or comments or you know dms whatever it is that i get through this journey with Sire, just know that I'm on a mission to really make sure that every man in this world has a pair of Sire Jaggers on. Now listen, and I, I want everybody to make sure you support this amazing creative. Again, it is Sire Clothing, S-I-R-E clothing.com. And also that is on Instagram. And guys, I also want to thank you so much for all the support. You know, you guys have reached out to me about collaborations and, you know, I'm very particular specific about who I like to collaborate with who the brand wants to align itself with and I have to say I appreciate you Caesar for the vision that you have for yourself the vision that you have for your future and we're excited to see what's next you know what's new for the collection but in addition to what the future holds for you as well so we thank you for being a part of the show And guys, thank you so much for your love, your support. And as always, as we say at the end of the show, stay positive, but stay creative. Until next time, thank you for tuning in.